So check this out. Bright Hire just launched this amazing AI sidekick called Bright Hire Plan. It's like having your very own AI assistant that can build full interview plans in just minutes. Imagine going from a job title to a thoughtfully crafted, inclusive job description and a full structured interview plan in minutes. No, not hours anymore. It's a game changer for recruiters and hiring managers. I know I'm usually the one to hate on new tech, but honestly, this sounds incredible. This is AI used right for better quality and more efficiency. It's like the holy grail of recruiting. Dozens of companies from high growth startups to multi-billion dollar enterprises are already using Bright Hire Plan to save tons of money, time, and raise the quality of their hiring. And here's the best part. You can give Bright Hire Plan a spin for free. That's right, for free for 30 days. Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Hey, HR, have you joined the programmatic revolution? If not, you're about to get schooled on how to take your organization to the next level. Check this out. 95% of CMOs use programmatic advertising, but only 5% of CHROs are using it to advertise their jobs. Where's the disconnect? PandoLogic uses powerful automation to drive higher-performing job ads without the bloated budget. It's time to transform the way you think about job advertising and join the revolution. Learn more at pandologic.com forward slash revolution. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's another Firing Squad. Yeah. This is your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always by Chad Esquire Sowash. Well, hello. Uh, And today we welcome co-founder of Sponty. We'll get into the name in a second. Uh, Victoria Shaco. Uh, Victoria is also a consultant at KPMG. Victoria, welcome to Firing Squad. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. So who is Victoria? Give us a little bio tweet on you and then we'll get into the show. Sure, I will be glad to. So yeah, I'm Victoria. I used to be an auditor in KPMG. I'm there for six years now. And um, yeah, switched to being a finance consultant, doing all these things. Now I'm in communication. And at the same time, I'm very passionate about improving improving the world a little bit, uh, especially focusing in, in an improving workplace. So I'm doing like a lot of diversity stuff. And yeah, and now I was participating in the HR hackathon. Too. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chad, well, tell her what she's won today. Well, that, that being said, everybody needs to know this is a special edition of Firing Squad because Sponty Coffee, the Sponty Coffee team actually won the HR hackathon, which landed them a spot on today's show kids that's right so for clarity's sake there were two categories of winners category number one was a ground up build concept tech team everything and that's exactly what victoria's team did they built the entire thing from the ground up the team the concept and the tech and it took two days the second winner was actually existing tech and they will be on a future firing squad. So congratulations on that, uh, Victoria. Thank you. 
Now, let me tell you what you've won, you lucky thing, you. Well, (laughs) you have won two minutes to pitch the Sponty Coffee app. At the end, you will hear that bell. Then Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers start rambling or we get bored, Joel's going to hit you with the crickets. At the end of Q&A, you're going to receive either a big applause... That means you'll be swimming in caffeine, water cooler talk, and cash. Drinking gold-plated orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) A golf clap. You should probably brew another pot of coffee. You're going to need the energy because uh, this slug needs to get moving. Or, last but not least, the firing squad. Sorry, we don't see coffee in your future. Just another HR hackathon and try again. Any questions? No. Okay, let's do this. (laughs) Let's have at it. Two minutes starting in three, two... Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, so you heard it. I was participating in this big HR hackathon of two days and was teaming up with l- literally two strangers. And we were from different countries, different background skills. And yeah, the ideation process was really, really intense. But at the same time, we were concerned about this one thing. We wanted to embrace remote work and why. Um, so the new way of working, it uh, proved to all of us that we are getting more and more disconnected from our colleagues, from the company. And at the same time, we are realizing that conscious breaks are so important for productivity at work. And at the same time, we used to have the breaks for networking because there we build relationships and this basically shapes work culture. So how does Ponty Coffee resolve the issues of being disconnected, right? Um, it gives us the opportunity to really connect and engage with each other in little short breaks, really five minutes with the option to extend and without having to consciously make appointments, right? The tool itself reminds us to take the spontaneous break. And um, yeah, you can uh, decide in advance whether you want to meet new people or just chat with your teammates. So uh, that way you keep in touch with your teammates uh, constantly. And at the same time, you have the option to broaden your horizons, to realize how diverse your company is and then how much it has to offer. Yeah, and at the same time, we really want to use intelligent matching tools. We're thinking about that also. So uh, you're getting matched uh, based on common interests or hobbies, uh, based on data from LinkedIn uh, profiles, for example, or queries. And especially exciting is our collaborative feature. Here it is possible to hop in conversations like an in-house clubhouse feature in a way. So you see two team colleagues and you're like, oh my God, I didn't talk to them for ages. So you hop in and you get the ultimate kitchen talk feeling back. Yeah, so this tool is really for connecting with each other again, get the team spirit back. Yeah, we would be glad to see you on spontycoffee.com. Thank you. Good. Very good. All right. I, I'm going to give you the softball first. Let's talk about the name. Yes. Um, so Sponty, mm-hmm. how'd you come up with the name? And will there be an American version called Sponfi? Because we drink coffee over here. Actually, it was a really fun conversation. Very intense because, yeah, we were like um, one German girl, one German guy who was living in Denmark and an um, Australian girl living in London. And we were really discussing it because it had to be spontaneous in it. And at the same time, coffee mm-hmm. and tea. And she's like from London. So, yeah, it ha- must be something with tea at the same time. And uh, the thing is, uh, I was thinking 
speaking in German. I was like, do you mean Spontea coffee? Because I literally uh, read it. And I was like, no, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. And um, until we really talked about the, that, yeah, it was really, it was Spont coffee, coffee Sponty. It was everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and the same, at, at the end when we talked and she said Spont, tea and like yeah i like it i like it it's smooth it's uh quickly and it has everything it is in there so a spontaneous tea or a coffee so the full name is sponty coffee yeah exactly exactly and the spontycoffee.com domain was obviously available is, is that what i'm hearing too yes excellent okay so tell me a little bit about the team you had was it two other team members? Yes. How big was the team? What are their backgrounds? Okay, so um, it was also an interesting thing. So I was apply like submitting my idea, and uh, yeah, the um, Dioni, the other girl, was hopping in my chat. Uh, and we were like having this uh, really hot discussion about everything. What kind of features can we have? Like virtual rooms and all this stuff, like really, really hot discussion. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden Tom joined us. He has like a more kind of hackathon background. He did a lot of them. And uh, so he and her, they, uh, they are both developers. And I'm the only one having this business consultant background. So I was uh, mainly responsible for making the concept more, like writing it down, doing the video and stuff like that. So I was, and for like developing the prototype, they were more responsible. It was a lot of fun, like having this energies, especially we are like really different people. I'm like, okay, so I'm a consultant, so I love talking to people. And I'm like, oh, I would love to share this information or this information. Then I have, uh, like, we talked to Tom and he was like, I don't want to talk to like strangers or something. And we were like, no, but you want, <laughs> like, you really want to, uh, so it was like really a lot of fun conversations about like sharing data also because we were like, okay, intelligent matching, what kind of things we would share. And actually I was also like, I'm from Germany, so data privacy is really a hot topic here. And yes, for example, yes. him, uh, he lives in Denmark and he says like, we share everything. So it was really interesting to get all these ideas together and only in two days. You're right out of the gate. There, there really isn't any intelligent matching. You're looking for individuals to tell you what their interests are so that you can actually just do that regular type of matching and then hopefully match them up for, for calls down the road. Yes, yeah, so um, it was one option to say, okay, rather we uh, want like more data, like more information about the people, if this is like, yeah, compliant with the data privacy uh, things, and then you can like matching them more intelligently intelligent because you're then like okay you love tennis so you get like match with someone who loves tennis or something but at the same time we were like okay you can just uh, get matched randomly completely randomly mm -hmm. and also using for example icebreaker questions who are like um coming up from a bot for example like uh, i don't know uh i was making all these questions like yeah w what was the best thing you did today or something what, uh, what, or like did you have a hard day or something like that and then you can start just from scratch. So is this only a mobile app or is there also a desktop version? Right now it's not a mobile, it's only the web version. Okay. So what do you want to what do you want to be when you grow up? So you you win this hackathon thing this weekend, you know, development mm -hmm. uh, sprint. Are you going to raise money? Um, do you have plans to evolve the product, uh, go to market it as is and see what happens? Like what what are the next steps? So uh, actually, I was talking to some uh, people from HR because I really wanted to get to know um, their opinion about 
this tool itself and really I didn't even expect that much positive feedback about that because really mm -hmm. people from HR are looking into that and there are like many big companies for example I was talking to someone from Microsoft uh, but they're developing kind of their own tools but who knows maybe they're coming up to us as well who knows um, so we really see the need uh, at one point and um, yeah we definitely would need to raise money to develop it further because it's really an uh, early stage development prototype well so let's get into sort of my I guess two hurdles I'll, we'll, I'll go over the first one mm -hmm. to me like these sort of I don't know chat chat roulette mm -hmm. uh, you know spontaneously meet folks that you work with through video almost feels like uh, the ping pong tables of the 90s you know mm -hmm. like companies thought it was cool and Hey, people are going to have these these moments where they meet for ping pong or foosball or something, and really connect and engage. Mm -hmm. And I think what what mostly has happened is that people don't use those because they think, well, if if I'm using them, then I look like I'm slacking off or I'm sort of connecting with people that I may or may not like. Talk to me about the human element. Do you really feel like people want to spontaneously talk? to coworkers in this way? Do you have any data to promote or, or support the business model? Or do you just have anecdotal uh, you know, conversation with HR people who, let's be frank, usually will tell you something is good. Now, whether or not they'll buy it is a whole different, <laughs> dis different discussion. But help me, under help me con mm -hmm. convince me that people will do this. Okay, so I can actually talk also from my own experience. Uh, I told you like I'm um, very engaged in diversity, Thing. So I was building up with uh, some other colleagues, a huge female network within the company uh, of 800 people. <laughs> so when Corona came up, like everyone was like, oh my, oh my God, we are just sitting at home and how to engage with each other. And actually we were one of the first ones saying, okay, we just do coffee dates with the people. So you get uh, still this feeling of connection with each other. And of this 800 people, like within a few days, more than 100 were like engaging, just filling up excel spreadsheets like saying okay i will have an appointment with this because we didn't have any other tools right uh, they just wanted to get connected and especially new joiners i had so many new joiners talking to me it was like really just 15 minute talks but that was so important and at the same time you get a connection of a with a person who's there in the company for six years. And I was like, okay, just hit me up whenever you have any question and you need like some information about how getting things done or something, you know? So um, I think this is a very, very special tool, especially because I have the same feeling about this making appointments. Like I don't want to use that because I'm, I keep rescheduling stuff. I keep rescheduling stuff because I have so much to do during the day. And especially I forget about my breaks, right? That, so this was the main idea about that, that we're saying, okay, the tool itself tells me to make a break, especially when it sees I have like some, like I have no appointments in between. And then I can still say no. But like in this moment, you you might feel happy about that because I barely talk to my uh, teammates nowadays because we have our tasks and we don't need to talk to each other. But it would be nice. I'm always happy if someone calls. What's up, guys? I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising? Well, game changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters, reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing 
HireMaster.ai. HireMaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. HireMaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting HireMaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. So what happens when COVID goes away and we're not relegated to staying home anymore? I mean, Mm -hmm. do you believe this issue is going to be deprioritized? Yeah, I'm sure about that because I was also reading some studies, at least for Germany, for the German market. uh, So almost half of the people, like the employers, they Mm -hmm. they don't want to go back to the office. And the only reason people want to go back to the office is to meet the people to talk to them again, to network. This is the uh, number one reason. There are some other reasons for sure, uh, mm-hmm. but this is the number one reason. So it will be kind of a part-time thing. Maybe we will go back, but probably it will be always a half-time thing going back. So we need tools to stay connected. It's really like, I believe this is so important because companies will have a huge issue because of this disconnection. Because at one point, like you will say, why do I do this for this company? Because you don't feel this bonding anymore. You're too far away from like being engaged in there. You know, Zoom fatigue is real. So, yeah, sure. you know, does anyone really want to go on another video call, no matter what? You know, you feel like you're on video calls all day. Do you really feel like you want to jump on another one, even though it's only for five minutes and maybe you're not talking about work? How do you get past the Zoom fatigue rule? Yeah, this is actually like the only issue I see for sure, because we like need time, uh, like a screen off time. But at the same time, I feel like, for example, so in the tool itself, we definitely uh, want like we made a setting uh, where you say how often can you get called and uh, which uh, times you prefer, for example, also. So you have definitely control over that. So you don't get uh, pinged all the time. This is really important because it, get, it can get like annoying too. But for example, at the end of the day, before the weekend, for example, you're just saying, okay, let's have a beer together. It's almost the end of the day, right? And you feel great. Just talking to someone randomly or some of your team colleagues even, feeling this connection uh, right now, having this beer and just be happy about like going into the weekend. I do like beer. Love it. Yeah, I do like beer. So <laughs> you, you sold me on that one. Okay. Victoria, let's, let's talk about competition um, mm-hmm. for a second because a lot of this business to me feels uh, very commodity uh, in, in nature, like very easy to do. So in researching for this call, I went to the the Slack app store um, and there's a handful of companies that already kind of do this where, you know, via, via Slack, you can sort of randomly talk to people that you work with. They can set you up on calls with people that are sort of like-minded. So it seems to me like there's a there's a good amount of competition in this space already. And it also seems like the ability to build a moat 
um, or a defensible position around it seems very hard to do. So I guess tell me why your app is going to succeed in a in a in a on a field that's already has a lot of competitors. And what what features are you going to build that will help defend defend it against other competition? What's going to make it unique? First thing, I was looking into the other options, and as I said before, for example, like the big companies, they're all working for in-house functions, so you're kind of like always limited to one program. For example, like we we are not allowed to use Zoom at work, mm-hmm. or some others not Slack, some others not Microsoft, maybe even. So you're always limited to this one program. And with our tool, like we really want to make it able to everyone using it, right? Uh, like everywhere and everyone. Another thing what I think is unique is like that it's very spontaneous. It's really like we want to focus on the spontaneity again, this Mm -hmm. kitchen talk feeling, like no appointments, and especially for you, no effort. I think this is so important because I don't even want to fill in my name in a fucking Sorry, spreadsheet. Because it's even okay. because you're even, on the right show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like even this is too much effort. I'm the most lazy person, the most lazy customer, as I'm always saying to all my friends and colleagues. And I don't want to have any effort with any tool. And this is what we are focusing on, that you don't have the effort, but you get the most out of that. And what I was mentioning in the elevator pitch, I really love the collaborative uh, feature that you can hop in conversations really with teammates um, that you didn't talk before. And you feel like, oh, I have two minutes and they're talking. Maybe uh, I can join, especially if you have like kind of a red or green flag saying like, yeah, I'm always open to any other people talking to me. Let's talk about sort of uh, a little bit of your growth strategy. And I know you're still developing the product, but are there plans to integrate with other uh, platforms such as Slack um, to sort of get traction? Um, what is the growth strategy of the company? Yeah, it will be definitely an option to integrate it in other platforms and programs. So I haven't crossed that bridge yet in terms of uh, in terms of growth and how we market this thing. No, not that far, no. Okay, so what department in the company actually owns this? Who are you selling to? Do you believe it's HR or is it somebody else? It could be all kinds of departments where are really interested in team building. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, I know, for example, some departments who are very uh, much focused on team building measures. So everyone who wants that, they, they can use that, for example, only for their little teams. It doesn't need to be always HR and using it for the whole company. It can be really, um, yeah, just be applied on some uh, certain um, little departments. Depends always on the boss. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No, makes sense. Flexible. Uh, can this work outside the virtual office? I mean, can I integrate friends and family from Facebook? Can I have kind of like spontaneous tea and coffee actually, with whoever I want to? Actually, we discussed this uh, feature as well. It's always like about data issues. But at this point on this two-day hackathon, we were like, okay, let's just discuss everything. What is If everything is possible. And uh, we really like this idea of, for example, like when you have this connection to LinkedIn profiles, just saying, okay, we can integrate these profiles and having this matchings with interesting people from business, for example, also. Yeah, so we definitely had this conversation as well. Well, Victoria, that is the bell, which means your question and answering is now complete. Are you ready to face 
the firing squad. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I don't have an option. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and go first. I, I have again. I have two sort of major hurdles uh, in this business that I was. I was hoping that you'd you'd be able to help me clear after the call. The first one was. Do humans really want to do this? Um, and and Chad mentioned, you know, fatigue on being on video and sort of being on all the time with your employ uh, fellow employer coworkers and employees at a company. Um, and I I just feel like it's just easier to have those friends that you want to talk to and have those side conversations, whether it be on FaceTime or, or Facebook and, and have those conversations that you would normally have at happy hour take place outside of any kind of work, uh, work environment. Because I, I think there's also an element of, of sort of being spied on by your company. And when you're, when you're chatting on a, a company device, you feel like, well, I have to act a certain way. I have to talk about certain things. So I think that's, that's all going to come into play as a hurdle uh, for the business. The bigger hurdle for me um, is the the, com- the competition. Like I mentioned, you know, a handful that are on Slack developing that have have already developed uh, similar technologies. Uh, you know, they have their pricing, you know, down. They have their marketing down. Uh, they they're integrated with a obviously very popular messaging um, device. For me, I mean, maybe it's you guys are just so early in the process. Maybe I'm doing you a favor uh, by nipping some of this in the bud. But for me, I think human nature and the commodity of video online and just making that spot, you know, spontaneity uh, or spontaneous just isn't enough for me to sign off on uh, this startup. So for me, this is a shoot down situation. It's a shoot down situation. Let's, let's hear what Chad has to say. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm coming Nothing down personal. off of that one. Nothing I'm personal. Coming down off of that one. So the, the, a couple of questions that Joel asked, number one was, is there a need? And then number two, he asked about competition and says it's high. Well, competition wouldn't be high if there wasn't market validation. So therefore, Victoria, there is a need. You have passed the needs test. For me, human connections plus beer equals great mental health, right? This doesn't have to be obviously a, a, a sit down and and have beers with your, your colleagues or anything like that. But the mental health aspect of what we're doing today, and I, gr- I agree with you 100%, what we're going to be dealing with from now on in this new hybridization of work is is real and there's no question we're connected 24 7 the problem is we're losing the human connection so this this concept this product this this app provides an easy opportunity to reestablish that human connection many of us have lost and uh i mean yes the zoom fatigue is real which is one of the reasons why you know, I like the idea of this app specifically, and I know it's not, but I do like the idea of it specifically being a mobile app that drags me off my laptop and allows me to get up and stroll and chat and get away from just really the, the thought of even being at work overall. So it gives me the possibility of stepping out of my workplace. Are there obstacles? No question. Is developing directly to Slack uh, an advantage? No. It's not at all because you're automatically pinned into Slack. What you're doing and what I believe you're doing correctly is you're developing outside of Slack 
and or any of the other platforms that you can integrate into later. So you're not painting yourself into a corner, which is incredibly smart, which is overall, I understand there's a lot you have to work on, but overall, this is something the market needs. This is something that humans need. You get a big applause. Love it. That's why we have a podcast, Opposing (laughs) Viewpoints. So how do you feel, Victoria? Good, good. And you uh, gave me a lot to think of and uh, really good ideas. And yeah, for uh, good ideas to improve and yeah, work on that further. Thanks for coming on and congrats on winning the HR hackathon. Thank yeah, you. Congrats for sure. And and good luck. I hope I hope you prove me wrong because it's not personal. <laughs> we'll try. It's all about the love on this show. <laughs> right, Chad? And with that, another firing squad is in the books. We out. We out. Thank you. Bye. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Chief podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. How much do you understand the future of finance. I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.